Hello, couch co-opers, couch potatoes, and couch codependents. This is the Couch Co-op Show, and I am Ian. And I am Dave. <laughs> and that's Jared, and that's Quentin. Quentin's out I of exist. focus. Quentin's out of focus because he's always out of focus. He's uh, always out yeah. of focus. Yeah. Gotta turn the autofocus off, dude. I think, it, I think if he focused, the world would end, you know. <laughs> uh... Please do me a favor and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Couch Co-op Shows. All one word, no hyphen. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, Stitcher. Anywhere podcasts are sold, you can find this video game podcast. We This is episode, I believe, 249, guys. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Man, it's been a while, gentlemen. Yeah, that's a couple yeah. episodes. Quentin is the new. He's the new virgin on the block. <laughs> Not really a virgin because we've obviously done some episodes with him, but like with Dave for a long time and with Jared since the beginning, we've been doing this, Jared, for a very yep. long fucking time. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> um, I enjoy it. I still enjoy it. It's fun to just sit here and shit, shoot the shit with your friends about video games. Mm. It's just crap. It's just crap we talk about anyways on like ra- random conversations. Just I want condensed into an hour. I want to thank all of you guys for joining me here on the couch tonight. Let's go. Uh, man, where do we even start? I'm so hyped for this episode for some reason, and I don't even know what we're gonna fucking talk about. We had no conversations. <laughs> I think what we're going to do, you, you know what, before we get into what we've been playing in the beat list, we should talk about a little bit about the fact that fucking Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Oh, that's, man. That's, that's oh, crazy. Man. Yeah. Yeah, the that news of crazy. all newses. How many billions of dollars was that? 68.71 68. billion dollars. Which that's is nothing to Microsoft because they're like $22 trillion yeah. as a company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can but... buy literally everything on the market right now and not even be at a deficit. Yeah, but you want to yeah. think, think about that shit for a second. So the last big acquisition gaming-wise was uh, 2K bought Zynga for $12.1 billion or whatever it Jeez. was. That $12.1 billion is more than Disney spent on Star Wars... For four billion, that's wild. And Marvel at like four billion dollars. So those two franchises yeah. were less than Zynga, a mobile platform, a mobile fucking platform for twelve million or twelve My billion, and then and then fucking Activision Blizzard for sixty eight point seven one billion. Is and that- I think the other other thing interesting thing is like Activision Blizzard. They're like one of the few like OGs that go all the way back to the dawn of this. I mean, Activision was massive on the 
2600 and i remember playing blizzard games on my super nintendo yeah and then blizzard um, they got they brought blizzard in and it was like well no 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 so it was blizzard and activision were separate what was yeah i forget the conglomerate they were the ones that were going after ubisoft a couple years back so that uh, conglomerate had purchased activision and blizzard put them together and then got rid of them wasn't it BMG Music Group? No, not BMG. It? It's like some other. It's whatever whatever conglomerate was going after Ubisoft a couple of years back. You guys, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to start deal with it right now. Like Zenimax or something. Not Zenimax. That's Bethesda. Yeah, you uh, think it's Zenimax? It, but yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, they they were harassing Ubisoft for quite a while. Yeah, so they yeah. they were the ones that had put an Activision Blizzard together because those originally back when we were kids they weren't together. No, yeah. they were. They were. They haven't been together that long. Exactly. Of the market, yeah. So this company had put them together and then gotten rid of them, and then you know, so they've been together forever. This weird. You know what's funny as well is, to be quite honest, if they weren't such a fuck up of a company, they probably were worth way more. Way yeah. more. Yeah. Activision <laughs> Blizzard's. <laughs> Joined I mean, $70 billion dollars is a lot of money to be worth, man. It is a lot of money, but by the same time... I'm pretty sure Beth- I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Microsoft bought Bethesda for not seventy billion dollars. Yes. But <laughs> by the same token, all the uh sexual harassment and all the rest of it meant meant that the Well this is the reason the value is lower than it probably would be if they were a well-run company and didn't have an a-hole as a ceo my understanding is because of all that is why microsoft reached out yep and that ea was also in the talks to buy activision blizzard oh and back in the day that was vivendi vivendi yes yeah yeah because they were like a french version of bmg weren't they well yeah they were one of these because back in the early late 90s early 2000s it was like let's put all the media into one we'll have like a company that makes film tv video games and that's how it's going to be and it is how it's going to be because that's what's happening one corporation (laughs) rule us all that's what's happening right now they just they were just a little ahead of the times and Mm. they lost they shouldn't have got rid of activision blizzard uh um so the understanding is that microsoft the uh, transaction of this sale will end, will complete in 2023. At that point, Bobby Kotick, the awful scumbag douche overlord, will step down. And then hopefully Microsoft can oversee a better work environment. Will that happen in the call? Well, you know what's funny? It's not the Call of Duty studios that are the problem. It's the bli- it's the all-encompassing, wonderfully like inclusive Blizzard studio is that the... Blizzard is the toxic environment, not Call of Duty. Isn't that the weird thing of all of this? That is the weird I, thing to me. The, the weirdest this... thing to me is that nobody's <laughs> talking about that this is not final and many of the terms can change quickly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, isn't it'll it, finalize. Isn't it it'll funny finalize. how like, the, the one known for its most toxic community is not the one that's the most toxic on the developer's yeah. side? Oh, no, yeah. Jared, I mean, that's one thing. But like, you know, when, when, when Disney bought Fox... It was a year out. I mean, that's how all the because yeah, like it takes a while. There's a lot of because there's a lot of legal bullshit up. you got to go through and make sure, you know, whatever. But uh, overall, what do you think of this happening? 
Quentin, let's start with you. What do you think? You wanna... I want to know what you think. Okay. As like as like a newer kid on the block, right? What do you think of like, this? I, I, I specifically, I know mainly Blizzard from WoW, right? Because I'm an MMO player. But uh, I did play, I played Warcraft 3. I played a little bit of Starcraft 2. And it like, it pains me to see what happens with the company, but I was expecting it to be like 10 cent. Unironically. Oh, oh, okay. I was yeah, thinking Tencent no was going to buy the company and bail them out. Because Tencent has been buying a bunch of studios. 100%. And owns stuff 100%. Like Epic yeah, yeah. Games, yeah. Riot, and we know how bad Riot is. Not and Epic. They have 10% share. Ten, part, parts of Epic. Parts of Epic. <laughs> yeah. They have a parts of lots of companies. Right. Yeah. But they have full ownership of stuff like Riot, which is full online gaming, right? Yeah. And a lot of Blizzard stuff is fully online. And if they can get that power behind other studios that that are under their thing, I was expecting something like that. But it makes a lot of sense for Microsoft to go into something like this, because the second this happens, either Battle.net might get diffused in 2023, or <laughs> it's all going to be on Game Pass. I think it will yeah. be all on Game Pass. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm really curious what Game Pass is going to look like uh, as this gets a little farther in the program of, uh, well, the lawyering. If they're gonna jump the ship early like they did with the Bethesda stuff, they jump they put a lot of that stuff on the game pass before all the deals were final. So it, it could happen sooner than later. Keep going, Jared. What else do you think about this transaction? Um it's it's interesting because I mean they, they've already said stuff about, you know, Call of Duty, which I'm not a huge fan of Call of Duty, but they're like, Yeah, we're gonna keep it on PlayStation, which you know, a lot of people are trying to Co decode that phrase from Microsoft because they think, oh, maybe it'll be streaming, maybe it'll be this, maybe it'll be that. But I don't think they're just going to say, you can only play it this way. I think it's still going to be published to multiple consoles and PC and all that stuff. So, like, I mean, that's such a huge property every single year. And they probably see currently even that most of their players are on PlayStation platforms. Uh, of course, PlayStation's had a lot of exclusive content go to their console, but that is going to stop and it will now go to the other side. So, I mean, that's, I don't know if that's a game changer when it comes to that, you know, a new map before the PlayStation users, that kind of stuff, I think is where it's going to go. Maybe even different cosmetics that they'll get beforehand. So I, I don't think it'll be like game breaking or anything like that, like Bethesda, uh, all that stuff, how it's only going to be Xbox, at least at this point, you know, exclusive, maybe upon launch, there's been no like real games that have come out to show those details. And they're never going to announce like long term uh, contract like, hey, next year, you guys on PlayStation can have it. They're not going to announce that until way after the game has already come out. So I, I think uh, with Activision. Activision stuff. I, I don't know. At least for several years, it'll be on multi-platform. There's contracts to be upheld, and they're not gonna break that. I Dave, don't think you'll. Yeah, Dave, go ahead. What do you I think? I don't think you'll see any change until the next generation, PlayStation mm -hmm. Six and Xbox, whatever they call it. But you know, yeah. Basically, right now, everything's either in development or it isn't, and that's how they make the money. I mean, so they're gonna. They're not going to want to cut off 50% of prospective players from any one of the games. And if anything, game development's become more of a open shop. I mean, look at the number of PlayStation exclusives that are available on PC and 
Yeah, I'm, know, I'm it, glad it, Sony started doing that. Exactly, yeah. it's like so if and they're so the consoles and the PC are so close together. It's it's kind of like yeah, you know, if it costs you a hundred thousand dollars to or a million dollars to transfer it to PC, but you can make five million dollars in sales, then yeah, why why wouldn't you? I mean, Microsoft's in it for the rest in the same way as the rest of us. I just think it's really sad because I feel like okay, we're just going to end up with Sony Studios, Microsoft Studios, and Indies. like a bunch of indies that no, you got Ubisoft, you, then, got, you got Ubisoft, you got EA, you got Riot, you and still got indies a bunch of... that can't really compete. But I mean, well, we would, you know, a month ago we wouldn't have expected Activision Square to be Enix. sold to like a big console dev. Square Enix isn't anyone. That's what I'm saying. Square Enix is still solo. Capcom yeah. still solo. So uh, Deep the, Silver is still solo. The, but the for main... sixty million dollars, sixty billion, sorry, uh, dollars. Do you think <laughs> any of those guys would be independent? No, no, exactly. No. But no one wants them. Hold on. So it's my turn. I want to talk a little bit about this. A little bit, because <laughs> I, I have, I have lots Go of thoughts. I have lots of thoughts. So, where do I even fucking start? No, Guitar Hero. Uh, Guitar Hero. <laughs> No, you're a hundred percent right. I think Microsoft mines that old Activision license library. There are some ancient fucking awesome games that we haven't seen in a fucking trillion years because of Bobby Kotickovich, bitch, who has no interest in making those games. And that I think we'll start. I think Microsoft will say like, "Hey, we can make these, and we'll give these to our smaller studios to make." Which is cool, but Listen. Guitar Hero has the problem that you have to pay for the license no, music. I'm not talking about Guitar Hero. Yeah, a- guitar any music oh, game. Yeah, any Guitar Hero plastic guitars. Any, any sure. music game. Yes, hundred percent. But I'm talking about there are so many games in the Activision like library that is like we could like we could get an actual new like Tony Hawk. You know, like not that's like a small Marvel Alliance or something. Mar- you know, Anything. Yeah, but did you see what they did to the last Tony Hawk? Let's not talk about that right now. Just like <laughs> anyway. bring it down. Um, okay, next, next. What was my next? Oh, me guys, you're making me screw my thought. So uh, the whole, I do think Microsoft will adhere to their current contracts, but that'll end. Warzone, the free to play. Battle Royale will be will continue to be multi console, but I think any new in this generation, any new Call of Duty will be exclusive to PC and Xbox. Now, saying that, before that happens, before that happens behind the scenes, Xbox will leverage PlayStation saying, Hey, we're gonna take this away from you guys, but will leverage Call of Duty for us allowing us to put Game Pass on PlayStation. That's what happens. I believe that is a conversation that happens. I believe, hey, yeah, yeah, totally. We would like we would like to continue our partnership with you. What that means is we put Game Pass on a PlayStation so you can keep selling PlayStations, but we want Game Pass on your system. So they can play Call of Duty. I think that is something that happens. Because I think having 
Game Pass on a PlayStation is more important to Microsoft than actually having Call of Duty. I totally agree with you, and I hadn't thought of that, but I... So that's the leveraging of a franchise, a massive franchise, for their future. I Microsoft realizes the money is in software. They, they always don't, have Microsoft has Microsoft has no interest in really making Xboxes right now. Yeah, Jared's the, the, buying a cheap one, uh, Xbox Series X. Congratulations to play. No, I'm I'm buying the Series S. Series S, sorry, Series yeah, S. Yeah. But he's doing it to play Game Pass because Game Pass is awesome. Mm. Yeah, it's the greatest yeah. deal in gaming ever. And Sony, Sony has no. You can sell the software indefinitely. Sony has no problem putting video apps from different studios because they're Sony. They have Sony Studios, but they have no problem putting Warner Brothers, HBO Max, or Hulu. You know all these other studios that aren't their studios. Yeah. Yeah. Will they be be willing? Allowing another storefront. Exactly. Well. It's kind of a storefront because you're you're buying you're, you're pay you're not buying it on PlayStation, but you are paying for Netflix, not through Sony. You know it is. Well, let let's part, pass the popcorn because that that sounds kind of like the no uh, exactly what about so, ten boxes Apple deal. <laughs> I get yeah. it, I get it, I get it, I get it. But I think I think I think that's a conversation that happens. I don't know if it go. I don't know if it goes down. Oh, it would totally happen, but I don't know if it goes down specifically. I don't know if it goes down, that... but I think if it doesn't go down, we lose. You lose Call of Duty mm-hmm. normal game for Warzone on PlayStation. But I think yeah. you get. I think you keep Warzone, the free to play battle royale, forever. And that, and it's, that's it's kind of one of those Mexican standoff. It's yeah, like first one to twitch on the gun. And yeah, like, you just you just don't get the better. You just don't get the new gun updates all the time because you're but not you as, know you know Ian who loses on that the consumer. Yeah, exactly, right. and that's not, why. Not, and that's the why the consumer. Is, yes, it's the gamers. It's yeah. us. Yeah. We all lose when um, they when they play these kind of. Look how long it's took him to get yeah. crossplay to work. And oh it's yeah, like, and it's like bullshit. No crossplay. You have a server. The server is the same for the Xbox. Right, the server right. is the same for the PlayStation. You just couldn't make them work together because you didn't want to make it work together. But I will so, say, over, <laughs> I will say overall, as many people as feeling kind of like this is an aggressive. It is a very aggressive buyout. Mm-hmm. It's very crazy aggressive. I do think overall, though, even though it seems like it's like a dark time for, I think it's a good thing for the gaming society. I think. We're going to get rid of the old guard. And I do think Microsoft is a more positive like company from the top down. And I do think hopefully that will influence Activision Blizzard. I do think Microsoft is... A, Phil Spencer is a way more positive and front-running CEO. I do think he's... Uh, I do think he's more forward-thinking. I do think he's more into video games. Bobby Kotick didn't give two shits about video games. He only cared about making money, and he didn't and care. He's done lots of that. He yeah. didn't care about who he ran over or fucked or destroyed. And I do think Microsoft, uh, under Phil Spencer's control, yeah, I was going to say right now, but under yeah. Phil, as, as long as Phil Spencer's in control of that, like he's going to be, I do. You know, I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge 
Xbox guy, but I love Game Pass, and I'm not. But I'm you know I've never been a huge. But I do think I do trust Phil Spencer. I do think that this is even though it's a crazy aggressive buyout and it seems dark. I think it's a better. I do think it's a better thing for the gaming community right now. But I I always have lingering in the top of my head just you know a handful of years ago when Microsoft was just closing every other studio they had. Yeah, and, and then like, Phil and then way Phil came super in super consolidating. But then Phil like, came it, in. You can easily then, go back to that. But then Phil came mm. in and then he's been buying they've been buying everybody. And they've yeah. been trying to make games and they've been trying to do all this thing. And I think Game Pass has proven to be this special thing. And I think if they can leverage Blizzard, even if they can live Blizzard games, all this shit, come on, Sony. You want to have Diablo 4 on the PS4. This is how we are going to give it to you. I this think is- that the decision they're going to make, specifically Sony, is they're going to say no, and they're going to allow you to download PS3 games on your PS4 finally. I'm sure. Yeah, that's a rumor. Yeah, They're going to do I that, and they're going to make PS2... And PS1 games, part of PlayStation Now. If we're throwing crazy shit out there, I think Google gets rid of Stadia and Sony buys it. Because they need a better backend for their streaming content. Because Stadia is dead, but the, but the, the, the infrastructure of Stadia is really strong. But like because Google, it's owned by Google. Yeah, but Google so, doesn't yeah. care about it. But Sony can take it over. And have you a better that. Yeah. have a better back end than PlayStation now. Because they need they need a better back end than what they have right now. Anyway, that's a that's a way server, server infrastructure is a hard thing because I see that just going <laughs> to bid and every MMO in the yeah. world just going, We're gonna buy as many servers as we can. <laughs> this whole discussion makes me sad because it's like I can sum it up in a couple of words, which is Welcome to our new corporate overlords. Dave likes buying his... Dave likes buying his... It really is. I mean, it really is. I look at the games I've... Dave Dave likes buying his DRM physically. You know, I don't really care about buying it digitally, but he likes buying his DRM physically, so... But I look at some of the games that have the biggest effect on me and, like, growing up, and they were made by, like, ten people. Yeah, but yeah. you look so, at Steam, that yeah. is a library of that old shit, and you can buy it for like a dollar ninety nine and play it. So it's still around. Oh no, I'm I'm not saying it's it's not still around. It's just like, man, now it's just you know I'm All not right. a Sony fanboy, I'm not a Microsoft fanboy. It's it's like cinema. He's I'm a, not he's a he's a milkman. I'm not fanboy. on the studio. I like, you know, I like a good movie. I don't care that it comes from studio this, studio that, and I can wave my arms around all day long, but yeah. Um, you know, I I just want a good movie. I don't really, and I don't want you to interfere with the fact that this good movie is not available on my platform, because that kind of shit annoys the snot out of me. Right. Yeah. But, you know. Uh you know what? We're going to move on to the next segment here. Before we do, I forgot to say something. I want to apologize for last week's show where I was incredibly <laughs> drunk. Incredibly <laughs> drunk. Did you listen back to it? That was fun. You should listen to it, Ian. <laughs> oh, I did listen what, to what it. Did you be oh, I did listen to it. And while I said where we were trying to get ladies on the show, 
we were trying to get a woman on the show, and she's still going to come be on the show. She just can't right now. Uh, I uh, feel very uh, awful about just making it sound <laughs> perverted. And then I feel bad for Stray Cats because I shouldn't have called it the pussy game. That is awful. <laughs> uh, Stray Cats, I am looking forward to your game. I'm I'm looking forward to Jared playing your game. <laughs> I thought you were I was interested. Last, last week I listened to but... several podcasts and it was on multiple people's uh, top. Yeah, five that's list fine. I'm fine. I just play. I just you know when I was listening to the episode, there were those were the two things I felt like when I was. I mean, I was just incredibly drunk anyway. Yeah. But and Tony Death loved it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I was like Ian at his best. <laughs> Yeah, there were two me, things. Me uh, calling out your shit. I feel I like there think, were two uh, things I went that. a little too overboard with, and that was like the two things. And it's like I'm just, I'm just like, I, well, I'm not, I'm not, leader... I'm not apologizing for offending anyone because I didn't, I don't really give a shit about offending anybody. But I just like, hey, you know, <laughs> I'm well, not, a, I'm not a complete dick. Um, good hey. for you for owning up, and good for you for Bravo. keeping it. Keeping the episode up on the airwaves. Keep it real. Beat I mean, list. It's a fun episode. It's time for the beat. Yeah, it was a great episode, actually. It's time for the beat list. All right. Quentin, did I you don't... beat? Did you beat anything this past week? I don't normally beat things often. I am working on Yokai Watch Four, but you didn't which beat I it. can talk about, but I didn't beat it. Okay, so you can't. You didn't talk. Jared, did you beat anything this week? Not this week, but I don't remember if I mentioned beating Guardians of the Galaxy. You didn't? No, that's hmm. new. Yeah, I, I beat that. So and and you, you know what? I, you haven't actually talked about it at all, really. Talk about I it. I have bit. not. Uh, everybody else has talked about it, and uh, many people have played it on this podcast. Aaron's currently playing it. Last I looked, um, and the game is. About what uh, everybody has talked about. It's actually really good. The writing's really well done. Uh, the gameplay is very fun. Uh, it didn't get boring for me. Some people say it gets kind of boring. I really enjoyed it. I, though I, I underutilized Star-Lord. I, I was mostly concentrating on like the special skills of the other characters and always forgot that I had special skills to use. Right. Because you have to click, like, you know, hold the shoulder button and then click L3 in. And I never thought to do that. You know, it's always just a secondhand thought. Like, oops, I accidentally clicked that. Oh, shit, I'm doing something awesome. <laughs> but I, I loved all the set pieces. It just reminds me of uh, a lot of Mass Effect, like what right? it could still be right? if it was Mass Effect. Because your choices will actually change certain parts of the game. Uh, there's one part I effed up and, uh, you know, whoever went away. I don't want to spoil who did, but, you know, they didn't help me in the end. You know, so, I mean, that that kind of choice in the game, if you do the conversation uh, choices incorrectly, it will definitely change how your story plays out. Like a Mass, Eff so, like a mass yeah. Effect if it was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Mass Effect 3, if people didn't bitch about it, oh, there, you know, there, there you I, I think that's kind of where we could take that. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's what Mass Effect 3 <laughs> people wanted it to be is kind of where that went, I think. So, uh, uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is really awesome. Dave, I have the disc. You can borrow it. Uh, Dave, have you, beaten, have you beaten anything lately? Yeah, is it, well, since I've been last been on the show, I but beat uh, a certain little game called Last of Us 2. I don't know. 
I mean, I was so positive about it. I don't even think I posted it on the uh, the web you di- group. You didn't. You didn't. What an absolute overlong movie of a game. Gameplay wise, it was fantastic. Yeah, they changed enough of it where it was a lot more fun. Than I the mean, first one. it's really fun. Like you yeah. enter an area, and there's people around and zombies around, and you've got to figure out how to get through the area. That's great. Flashbacks to the museum that take an hour. Oh my fucking lord! I could have done without that. I love it, the story it, bit. It was like, oh god. Story? That wasn't a story. That was bullshit. It's I mean, it was world just like... building. Come on. That wasn't world building. That was bullshit. <laughs> that was just overwrought shit. It should have been a five-minute cutscene. Oh. I mean, it was just... Oh, God, that thing went on forever and <laughs> ever and ever. It was not... It. You have no emotions, Dave. You have no feeling for the art. Of the game. Well, let's let's make a two-hour movie, but we'll include all the stuff we left on the cutting room floor, and so it's now a ten-hour movie. That game should not have been a twenty-six-hour, whatever it was, game. It should have, like the first one was eight hours. It was tight. It had a story, and it was good. And the story wasn't bad. I won't. I'm not like complaining about the story. It was just. Man, that thing. Okay, so there were two parts, so maybe it should have been six, 16 hours at most. But, oh, the flashbacks. And I I have a new favorite hatred in games. And that is riding on fucking horses. <laughs> they should get rid of that. I've been playing Far Cry 6. Horses. Fuck you, Red Dead Redemption. Was... Fuck you. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Last... <laughs> Last of Us 2. Tier 3 has the worst horse. Horses. Get rid of the fucking horses. I'm sick of them <laughs> in video games. It's like, oh man, I need to not get I need to not get somewhere by horse. I am so tired of horses in video games. I oh. Don't you want to pet them and feed them though? I want to shoot them with machine gun. Make them into dog them food. Like cattle and then feed them to my dog. You you just wanted to stop at the and eat them because you maybe just wanted to stop tasty, at the you know. farm scene so you could take care of the horses and you know get the hay and all that stuff, right? Do your crops. You want to do that? Tickle right? the balls. Is that the mini game you're hoping stroke, to find. Stroke the shaft. Oh god, yeah. we should stop eating this dead horse. <laughs> stop eating this dead horse. <laughs> No, oh. poor, poor Dave. He's like completely <laughs> offended by The Last of Us Two. It's kind of funny. Last of Us Two. No, uh, it was. It wasn't a bad story. The the last third or whatever that was. Where after... what is it? An eight or a seven? A six or a five? So you played the first lady. You played the second lady, and it's like okay. I'm playing all the ladies. You decided not to kill each other. (laughs) Let's just quit there. That would be good. No, you have to have a third act. Well, bullshit to that. And it was. um... Wasn't it already the third act though? At that point, I will. I will give it. I will give it. Gameplay wise, nine out of ten. It was. It was. Polished. The graphics were great. The mechanics were great. Nine out of ten. Great. Right. Story wise, I would give it. Oh, not story. Yeah, like fluff, kind of crapola wise. Four out of ten. 
So my overall review would be a six out of ten. I would not like it's. Way would you too... recommend this game, Dave? No, no. <laughs> if you played the first one, you've got all the mechanics you need. Just don't waste. That's twenty hours of your life. You're never gonna get back. <laughs> if you appreciate story and character building and conversations and stuff like that, you know, if if that's your thing, no. It's if fine, you if but, you uh... if you appreciate watching paint dry, then maybe. But. <laughs> Uh, so you're you're complaining about like the the elongated uh, points well, where there's nothing. So like, so Quentin, Jared Jared loves the Jared loves Quentin. Jared loves swear, both these games. He loves both of them. Like two hours in the aquarium. I I didn't need to spend two hours in that fucking aquarium. Get rid of that shit. That's crap. I didn't shoot anyone. I didn't like. I didn't learn much. It was bullshit. Like get rid of that shit. How many times did they go through the hospital? Get rid of that bullshit. It's you know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm not so, even chopping the axe here. I'm just like, we could, we could cut that game down like at least three or four hours just getting rid of some of that crap. I, I, I don't know if I spent as much time with the game as you did because uh, I, I might have enjoyed my experience a little more because I had it on the easiest difficulty. So I just kind of glided no, through. These, that's the problem. These bits aren't hard. These bits are bullshit. Get them out. Get them out. They could have been done in a five-minute cut sheet. No, Jerry, Jerry you sheet. understand. It doesn't matter the difficulty. They're just bullshit pieces. Yeah, the, the, issue, the issue with the game, this is sort of like, for me, it's like how I felt with God of War. It's just I just want to play more of the game, and I get stopped yeah. by all the cinematic bullshit. Just like, let me play a game. Yeah, let me like play I spend the whole time in the in the village with people fighting and they just dance and all the rest of it. It's like <laughs> bullshit. Get that, get that out of the way. It's like I want to be out there and I want to have a, like a clear quest. And there was no clear quest. And it's like, uh, no, that game was that game was a lot of what's wrong with oh, modern gaming. So good. Well, it, it's funny because I bought that game a long time ago, and it took me probably six months to a year before I decided to sit down and play it. And it took it took me a while to get into before I like it took jumped me six in and like hours before I was like, uh, I'm I'm actually thinking I'm gonna quit this because this is bullshit. Yeah, and then you stuck with it, and I stuck with it. And to be quite honest, I'm fifty fifty on whether I should have done. I'm currently having one of those situations right now. <laughs> Uh, I feel kind of the same about Far Cry. So all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on. Okay, I, I feel that Ian's gonna feel the same about The Last of Us too if he <laughs> no, borrows. No, I'm never it. gonna play it. Hold on, hold on a second. So I'm we're Good at job, the, we're in the beat list. We're beating games. All I right, you got that. some stuff. I beat two games. Tech, well, technically, oh. really only one game. The second game is gonna feed into Quentin. So I'll, I'll. Oh yeah. So the first game I actually beat, and I'm gonna platinum here shortly, hopefully. Is Ooh. I is the uh, the PlayStation Plus game this month, Dirt Five. Oh okay. I beat that oh, game. I did not think I was going to like it, because I've never been a big fan. I I mean I've played the other Dirt games, but now I've been a big fan. But this Dirt game is way more like Wreckfest and just kind of crazy. More way more. I mean. The series has always been arcadey, but I feel like this is the most arcadey it's ever been, and uh, it was super easy. I I just not super easy. I mean, it's super easy. You can just put it on super easy difficulty. Um, but uh, 
it's just a lot of fun. I really enjoyed playing it, and then I just got sucked into it. And when I beat it, it's like, could I platinum this game? So I look into the trophies, it's like, I think this is going to be my first platinum of the year. Uh, so, uh, yeah, really enjoyed it, having a good time, uh, there's some fun cars, and, uh, I recommend. It was a good, it was a good PlayStation Plus freebie. Dave, if you liked Wreckfest, I think you would dig this game. I have it on my system, I haven't played any of the, uh, January PlayStation Plus games yet. It's not as aggressively, like, derby-ish, like, Wreckfest, but it, I feel like the... Gameplay but itself I never is similar. For that. It was, I, I yeah. was always playing racing, and yeah, if you it's, knock someone off, yeah, yeah. great. But, it's know. similar. And then, uh, honestly, so I, I posted it in the 2022 beat down. I, I, I was streaming a game, and I rolled credits. Honestly, I think I've rolled the credits before because I think it rolls credits every time you beat a <laughs> game. In a mode, I'm pretty sure that was what Quentin was gonna say. Yes. But <laughs> I was about to call you out because there's so much stuff to unlock in that game. So, uh, <laughs> but I just like say, but like after the hundredth time you've done it, I feel like this is pretty much what the game is, and it's not gonna yeah. change after this. So I'm talking about Gundam versus, uh, and uh, I was playing it on stream. I ruled credits again, even though I was drunk that night, and I just was being kind of dumb, and I was like, I'm going to add it to the beat list. And I added it to the beat list. But uh, I've beaten this game in this... It's... Quentin, tell me about this game. I mean, I've played this okay. game. I've, I've probably put like 10, so, 15 hours into this game. It is, it is the fifth game in a long-running series of Gundam multiplayer two-on-two arcade games similar to Sega's Virtual On. But there's like a hundred Gundams. Yes. So like you pick one in the hopes and making it better but like it doesn't the game that character gets better but the game itself is just the game. (laughs) Well yeah no it's it's a two-on-two cooperative deathmatch essentially, with Gundam and pilots from everywhere in the series. I find it fascinating. And it's so it's... much fun to upgrade your Gundam. And <laughs> I've... Uh, so, Quentin, I don't really know much about the Gundams. I know okay. I know Gundam is a thing. I know you yes. build models. Uh, I did research... It is a world. A, I did research at a certain point. So the Gundam I have focused on is the unicorn one. Oh my god, no. That is my kind of my no. go, my go-to one and and he's like he's awesome. I don't know what the you show like I don't know what the unicorn Gundam show is like, but it's he, a nice looking looking frame. He's a badass. Yeah, Gundam. Brogger? Brogger Links? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Uh Yeah, no. Gun, Gundam Unicorn specifically as like a show is the culmination of everything from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, like all those arcs that are all in one universe. Mm-hmm. All matter in Unicorn. So, real quick, uh, you say it's two versus two. Were you playing with AI against AI? Or no, were I, you playing I, I'm online? playing. I'm, I've only been playing 1v1. Oh, okay. Is Basically. it online, though? There is online stuff. 
you can just play yeah. against the computer though. But there is okay. there is it's it's an arcade game. It's an it's a port from the arcades. I have yeah, played I'm against. Curious if the online is still active. No, no, you can play. No, no you, you can play against other players. I've played against other players. I just okay. So I, people are still playing. That. Oh, that's cool. Well, Japanese players. Yes. Yeah, yeah and. Awesome. Uh, this is just one version. There's a new version that's out on consoles currently called uh, Gundam Extreme versus Maxi Boost On. And that game has, instead of 100, 180. Uh, it is currently the first, it's like the active one if you want to play a two on two Gundam versus game right now. And uh, it's, it's also fantastic. It's the one game that I probably get PS Plus for because I would actually play that online all day but do you have you you've played gundam versus obviously yeah and what I do have. you what do you think of that game uh it's really fun i'm i love the selections because there are things that should be there that aren't there that i'm glad aren't there okay so tell me one thing about the game so we're moving on from the beat list onto mm. gameplay because Here's the thing about the game. Like, you pick a frame, you fuck with it for a bit. In certain modes. Yeah, you play with it, you level it up a bit. Which does not change any stats. It's leveling as a system in Gundam Versus just unlocks things. Right. But then you just get tired of it and you want to move on to something else. And you can move on to something else. You play, like... I mean, I have a bunch of frames I've... I, I mean, Unicorn is one of the frames, but there's some a bunch of other frames I play with that I enjoy playing with. But I just like... I like how Unicorn performs yes. in battle. Because I feel like gameplay itself, while fun, is still kind of clunky. Uh, Have you gotten into canceling and... Depth cancels and there, there's a lot of tech. There is. Learn. There's a lot of things going on, but I still feel like it's just kind of it's not the most fluid game, in my opinion. Like it's not like apparently fluid. Like I feel like it's, it's a little clunky. It's got to be more learn. fluid than Armored Core kind of stuff. Oh, like, Ar that's a different. That's a totally different game. Yeah, that's, like, that's yeah, more of a uh, mech. That's way more. Uh, yeah, of a, like heavy the, mech. That's way more. That's way more of a Hawken mech game. I, yeah. Like, uh, the closest Gundam, I could compare this to Gundam is, is like a fighting game, but like slightly not. It's like a virtual one. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's. If like, you've ever played virtual one, I have played. Yeah, I played virtual on. I'm I'm trying to think of the the last mech game I played with. It's that more simplistic. It's way more simplistic. Uh, fucking. Well, there's boost dives and like yeah, which are similar to defense dive cancels. But it's way quicker. Uh, what is the game you just mentioned, Jared? The, the armor core. Armor core. Armor core. Oh no, no. Oh no, but I'm just armor core is way more like uh, very slow. Slow. Like if and, it was realistic mechs, yeah, if those it's were like way thing. more. Yeah. It's like that's way more of a different game. Gunner versus yeah. and maxi boost in general are trying to be very quick arcade. It's games. like a it's like yeah. Gran Turismo versus Forza Horizon. Like one's an arcade, one's a simulator, kind of almost kind of a that's kind of the desert. That's not the perfect designation, but that's kind of what I would say. Like armored core is a little more simulator. Uh, Gundam is way more arcadey. It's a hundred percent. That's a yeah. arcade. Oh, that's, yeah. an, that's an arcade fucking game. But I enjoy it. But like, there's so many. I don't know what the point of it is. Because like, you fight, 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 fight win, scroll credits, 
Unlock. Unlock. Isn't it? Isn't do you it just, just a do you just Gundam move on? Do you, game? do you just move on to another? Uh, like, there's well, nothing. There's nothing more than you just move on to another let, Gundam. And let me like, ask you this: it, When you play Mortal Kombat, when you're tired of playing Liu see, Kang, right, Do you right. go and play something else? Right, but the the credits yeah. don't roll. And I, I I guess I was hoping for more of a story. There was never more of it. It just kind of is what it is. And it's a it's a fan service game. Yes, through and through. But it's it's a massive fan service game because there are so many Gundams, dude. Yeah, there are like like just like, that alone. Just is just crazy. just seeing like the Gundam ground type from Oath MS team. So when the other one, that makes me happy. the Maxi Boost VO twenty thousand forty fifty million, uh, that also has a massive amount of Gundams. I'm imagining one hundred eighty. 180. 180 in the one that's currently on 180 yeah. characters yeah. you could... right now on the current arcade version there's up to 200 oh my god and they're still updating many... the game how many huh? how did they get that many gundams out the original tv series Jeez. uh th- these are not all the originals this is this is we're we're at this point I think the latest character was from Gundam Build Try The fan service is ridiculous and, and the knowledge yeah. and like like when you select one and it tells you but it's just like wow that's super cool and like some of them I'd be like I look at and be like I'll never play you you look like a fucking turtle and then other ones you look at and it's like man you are a fucking badass and I want to play you it's just like it's fun it's like there's something I don't know what it is about it I find it I bought Gundam Versus for like nine ninety nine on PSN on a sale, Japanese like sale, and I was just like, Oh I'm no one none of you guys are ever gonna play this game, but I'll play it and I'll just like and I, 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 I've spent like ten not maybe not quite twenty but I've I've spent a lot of time. And so what's funny is I've rolled the credits like a hundred times mm. like playing this game. So like the other night when I rolled credits on Twitch, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to finally post this on... Like, I mean, like, this is all the game is. I've basically... Whatever. I've... Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I... The, the last mech game I played was... Uh, uh, Hawken? That, no, that uh, that weird Hideo Kojima one. Uh, Zone of the Enders. Oh, Zone of Enders. Oh, yeah. That's, no, been that's, a, that's, a, great game. that's a great game. You could, you could compare, like, Gundam versus in the Maxi Boost games to like a virtual on cross Zone of the Enders in terms yeah, of yeah that, that's kind of what I'm envisioning yeah because uh, yeah and Zone, Zone of Enders uh, has more of a complete story though yeah it has a story yeah. yes whereas I would love to see a new, new well, this is more this is trying more to be like a competitive arcade right 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 right, right. Yeah. anyway that cool. is what that is one of the games I've been playing Dave have you been playing video games. I may have been playing some video games. You may uh, have. Right. Mm. I have been... Uh, so, I've been fighting with my PlayStation 5 controller. I've got some drift issues on it. And oh, every no. Time, every Ooh. time it gets he's me got a, that, He's got a lemon, boys. It gets me to that point where I'm like, oh, I should send this back. They go away. It's really annoying. Uh, it was really obnoxious when I was playing Cyberpunk, but anyway. It really sucks pretend- when you're playing Rocket League because you can't fucking score when you should be. That's by the by. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, Ian just informed me you can actually uh, sync a PlayStation 4 controller to it. Yes. And so I PS4 am just going to get off my ass tomorrow and I'm going to send it back in and get it repaired. Um, but I have been playing uh, Deathloop. 
And so okay. far, so far I like it. It's it's kind of that multiplayer. It's like multiplayer and single player. It's you know you play the same map multiple times, but it's diff. It's a little different each time because of the time of day and what you're trying to achieve on the map. So it's kind of fun, and I'm really enjoying it. I I just haven't played it as much as I want to because of the controller issue. And I I would like to point out if you do sync your PS4 controller and send your PS5 controller away, you'll be locked into just doing PS4 games. Oh, is you, that you the can't case? use you can't use DualShock controllers on PS5 games. Sorry, mm. I forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah. So send it in and just expect because to play a lot of Rocket League or something. Only play because, Rocket League because of the haptic. Yeah, all that stuff. I mean, yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah. that kind of shit. Bull- yeah, yeah. It's it's, anyway. it's it's obnoxious. It is. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Dave, enough, tell I'm tell us about the second one. Tell, tell but, us about uh, how awesome Far Cry 6 is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Far Cry 6. Which one is that? It is another Far Cry. That's that's the, is that, is that's that the, the one with the, the where you kill the church people? That's the sixth five. Far Cry game. That's you five probably, that you're talking you know, about. Honestly, Quentin, you could have said kill church people. You could have that killed whatever and it's just like what amazes me actually one of the things that really amazes me about that game is it, it strives so hard to include everyone really? so you, you know you've got lesbians you've got um you know you've got trans people you got all whoa, the whoa, whoa. they don't kill lesbians or trans people in the no, game though but what gets me is they have a sub game that is cock fighting so you've got like you've got like you put your chicken in and it's like it's like Street Fighter and the two chickens go at each other with the claws. I'm, I'm just like what? Michael Vick. It's it's so I that just made me laugh in some respects because it's like, you know Oh my god. Like You like good good car fighting is what you're saying. I'm I'm just like they go so they you know they they make such an effort to be like because even the even the start screen says press X to start in that computer voice Mm. because if you're hard of hearing you need to press X fair enough you know yeah that that's how Writers Republic was like Ubisoft is uh, catering to Ubisoft has been really they've obviously been really thoughtful about like not making this game offensive to anyone and then they've got this whole part of the game which is like offensive to everyone animal, having yeah. animals like cockfighting which is where you put spurs on the chickens classic ubisoft you know thing and then they have them fight it out and it's just like it's not to say it isn't fun but it's just it's just it's just like chalk wait, 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 very wait. contradicting yeah do you fight as the chicken <laughs> You do betting on the chicken. You do fight. You fight as a chicken. Yeah, press X, press dodge, and all the rest of it. So, so that that made me laugh anyway. That was that that was just something that was just like, it's just it's like okay, so you just you know, you know, it's it's at some point Ubisoft is just gonna make one game. I know it's just gonna live forever. Like yeah. it's gonna be. But to be quite honest, I don't really care. Assassin, like, the... Assassin's Cry. 
So yes. there was a couple of missions, and I did them. And then there was this mission where you party on an island, and you had to go collect food for the people. And it was just like, again, it was the same thing I'm talking about with La uh, Last, Last of Us Two. It was just like this doesn't need to exist. This is just bullshit. This is like fluff. Game, game mechanic in fluff. You're just padding out the game here. It's like, it's it's crap, really. I mean, it's just. Aren't you tired like, of playing the same game over and over again? I I, I kinda I I like with like with the like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I was just like, man. This isn't. Well, I think, it's just well, it's Dave, not enough. And I'm not. Ju- I'm not just. I'm not tired of playing the same game over and over again. I enjoy the mechanics of when you've got a base and you get your binoculars out and you look and you yeah. snipe and you decide how you're going to attack the base. It's the it's the excess stuff that they do to pad out the story, like barbecuing for the people and you've got to go collect like oh, really? ten, car- ten carrots and a rabbit and all the rest of it. Yeah. It hasn't it's, changed since Far Cry 3. And it's just like, really? I'm just... I, it's like... I feel like... I feel like that stuff needs to get better for sure. But I feel like the game itself like the is the same It's the same bullshit. Don't like, I don't, like Far Cry... Like, I couldn't stand Far Cry 3. I mean, I just... I mean, I don't like that. But, like, playing that game is just like... This is just stupid stupid shit I'm doing. Like, I'm going well, to shoot a couple things to go collect it for you. It's like, I don't... And that's a main story quest? Like, I just Yeah, want... I know what you mean, the fetch, fetch quest stuff. And then the other thing this pro, this game has a bit of a problem with is it's just the map is so big. Oh, yeah. Like, traveling anywhere just takes time, and it's just... I don't, I don't know. I'm just kind of... Well, maybe... Maybe we should stop playing Western games, and we should mm-hmm. talk talk to uh, Quentin up here. <laughs> Quentin, what have you been playing? Because I'm pretty okay. sure you have not been collecting bullshit on a giant map. I'm pretty sure you've well, been... Well, <laughs> I've been playing a bunch of different games this week uh, from Gundam Versus, which I think at this point... You were actually I've... playing it? Why were you, at, were you playing it? Because I was playing it? No, I was watching uh, Gundam G... G in Reconquista, and I went, I kind of want to see how the G-Self plays. Oh, okay. And I went, I can't play the G-Self. <laughs> and then I I stuck in like 30 hours. <laughs> 30 hours? <laughs> right. I've, I've played about 30 hours in this entire year so far, and it's only January 23rd. All right. So that's the game. That's one game you've been playing. What else have you been playing? Um. Well, I said it a little bit earlier that I'm having a bit of a bit of a moment of just like should i keep playing this with tales of zestria that game is okay i'm a big fan of the tales series and which is it... like a jrpg I'm, I'm... it's an action jrpg franchise oh, action jrpg yeah they've been action jrpg since the start jared do you uh, know of this series i've heard of it and uh looked at trailers and stuff but i've never actually played one All of right. the games so this is very each, n- not helpful each game has different battle systems and stuff like that that's what they try to make each game unique right the different versions of an action battle system okay and uh zestria was one of their biggest changes to the action battle system yet and one of the most boring stories i think i have ever played through to the point where i literally i was i think i fell asleep at my desk Okay. 
And this desk. This this desk right this here. This very spot. This very spot. You are sweetly and sleeping. Yeah. Right. I I want to beat the game just so I can say I beat the worst Tales of game. Okay. All right. And so get it over with out of my life, but uh, it's got an interesting cast. But I think it's one of the fastest moving. It's almost like a wuxia, and how it deals with its pacing and power, where you watch a guy go from literally zero to god in the like a span of like five hours, and that's the first five hours of like a forty to sixty hour game. I have to ask what wuxia is. Wuxia is a Chinese uh, genre of literature and like media where you watch basically it, it's uh, ascending, right? It's becoming, uh, the ascension of someone, yeah. yeah. Like a okay. cultivator, you cultivate into a higher being. Duh, Jared. It's, Did you know it's, that? Yeah, duh. It's yeah, come it's on. Different. It's, Jared, it's not Wuxia. I think it's, no. I I use the wrong genres. I think that's Zhengxia, and Zhengxia is what I'm talking about. Wuxia is martial arts. And you should have corrected it. No, Come wushu on. is martial arts. I don't know what wushu. No, wushu. Is. Wushu is the genre. Is the no, wushu is the genre. Anyway, so that's wushu one means game. martial heroes. Okay. Wushu means martial heroes. Zinsha is the godly heroes. Uh, but great game. Loves it, but hates how it was drawn out. Yes. Uh, and then I started my first campaign in Battle for West Knob, which is a free and open source. Strategy RPG on PC. Is that you for can play it on Linux only? No, you can play it on everything. Everything is on. Yep. St- where do you get it? Steam? You get it on Steam. You can get it on their website. You can get it on Hitchdiata. Can we play? It? Can we? Can we play together? Linux only game. I don't know if it has multiplayer. Let me look. No. So that I'm actually on the website here. Back I want to play West games Nile. with Quentin, but Quentin, West North. Quentin West hates West North. Quentin, Quentin yes. hates playing video games with me. So. It's not that I don't hate playing video games with you. It's just like... He has no interest in playing video games with mm. me. So no, oh, yeah, there is multiplayer. There is mul- multiplayer. Oh, okay. What is it called? Battle for Westnoth. Battle for Westnoth. And that's W-E-S-N-O-T-H. Yes. Those that... Tell me it about is... it. What is this game? It's a Hexagon-based I... game. Yeah. It's a hexagonal-based strategy RPG. Like, the sprites reminded me of Final Fantasy Tactics, and I was on a thread just reading about stuff, and I went, okay, this sounds fun enough to play, so I started playing it. And I didn't play much because I got distracted by Gunna Versus on another screen. But uh, it it was good. It was good. I'm probably going to play a lot more tonight after this podcast. And uh, I'm... It's keeps getting updates. It's it's free and open source. It literally costs you nothing to play. It's like six hundred megabytes. Where can you go wrong? When do you get PS Plus so we can play Gundam Versus together? I literally said if I got Maxi Boost on, I would get PS Plus. So how much is Maxi Boost on? I haven't even seen that. Sixty dollars. But is it? It's not on PSN right now, right? I can't. Get it, on. No, it's on PSN. The Maxi Boost on. Literally, open your PS4 or PS5. Is it, is it right brand there. new? Mm, I think it was 2018 when it came to consoles. Let me check. Oh my god! Wait, can it's, we? But Gundam Versus is cheap, and we could play together. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, but yeah, no, Battle for Westmouth is interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm way more into the Gundam thing at this point. Released in G uh, July 30th, 2020. 2020, alright. 2020. Uh, <sighs> it was an it originally released in arcades in 2016. I guess I'm waiting for a, I'm wait, I guess I'm waiting for PSN to like drop it down to a in a Japanese sale. One of their racist sales. Mm. Sony Sony racist sale. Anyway. Yeah. Jared. Uh oh what, Quinn? I had I had one more and I'm oh, been one playing more. through the Watch. Yeah. I've been playing through the Yokai Watch four more. It's a fantastic action RPG monster collection game. I think the switch from well, uh, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. I think Yokai Watch was a game you brought up last episode or I something. Did. Took a local look, and I said mm -hmm. like suck on my cock. I yes. can't. I wanted to apologize to this game franchise. I did <laughs> not mean to be. Actually, like... I think that was Au Densetsu. Kuro no Kiseki 2 Crimson Sin. Whatever game it was, I apologize <laughs> for alluding to it that it was Suck on My Cock game. I apologize. Uh, I, there was, I knew there was something else I wanted to apologize for, and that's the game I wanted to apologize for. I play All a lot right. of Japanese games. Yes, you do. <laughs> what can I say? Okay, uh, go ahead, Quentin. Yeah, no. I, I love how this is an RPG where... The challenge is what you engage in. You decide to find your encounter because you have to shine the watch on a monster. The monsters you don't see because you don't see the demons around you. You don't see the things that affect everyday life. So you shine a light on it and you see what's there. And I think that is a really engaging thing for map design because it's an open world game with a time system. So uh, monsters are out at different times and they're in different places and require you to go to different places in the map. And I think it's just really interesting that depending on how you grind if, or if you even want to grind, you have to engage with the world and its systems for it to come to you. You have to go to it. It never comes to you. Cool. There are no random encounters. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Jared. So I seem what to have be you been playing? into action platforming games a lot lately. I mean, I think that's one of my favorite genres uh, in the last few years, but uh, I have a few games. I'm still playing Rayman Legends. I have the last 100 uh, points to get, and I'll have the platinum. I was going to say, so I'm almost there. It's like less, less, <laughs> less than 10 days. Less than 10 days, I'll have that. And, have you been uh, trying for that game longer than you've had children? No, no he I mean, I, I haven't no. played the game for the whole time. He had a child, no. though. He was I know there. you've not played it for the whole time, but didn't you start playing that game before you had children? No, because he moved I, to that apartment. First, yeah, it was one of the first games I bought for the PlayStation 4. He had it. When it came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so how yeah. many years is that? He used to it live did, next to me. Or he used 14? to live next to me. And then he moved to his apartment, and that apartment. But it was 2014. You're still looking at eight years to get that platinum. But again, I've I've done it on and off, uh, and now I've been really. He into did it stop because... for a very long time. Yeah, he stopped very for a very long, long time, time. <laughs> multiple years. Uh, but my my both of my daughters love the game, and we all have a controller, and I can do like the daily regular missions, just not the extreme with them. So we can all like just have controllers and play and do whatever. So we've been uh, playing a lot of that, and I'm almost done, almost have the platinum. 
Uh, and she, my daughter was super curious about Rayman Origins because there's a lot of Rayman Origins levels in it. That's the game that came out beforehand back on PS3 and mm. like Wii U and stuff like that. Uh, so I have it on the PC. I bought it for like six bucks on uh, Ep- or no, yeah, Epic, I think is where I bought it. And I bought uh, some pretty uh, like knockoff Xbox controllers, <laughs> uh, one for me and one for my daughter. There's a pink one and a black one. Uh, so we're uh, almost done with Rayman Origins. Uh, Let's so we're working on that. Controllers. Quick review. Would you recommend or? Yeah, yeah, they're they're cheap. Uh, you can tell, you know, the the plastic on the edges. Like if you got, rough, like so if you, you might want to like sand it down a little but bit. But if you maybe, like you got some but... cum in like some of the buttons or something, would they still work? Oh my God! Uh, I'm not going to answer that, but uh, <laughs> if you uh, some racial abri- he's not going to answer that. They, but then they've been <laughs> fine. They're like a cheap brand I found on Amazon called Voye. Is V O Y E? I'm not going to answer that. But they're like 15 bucks a piece. He'll answer it anyway. I'm. I'm in. I well, I'm not regarding your question as a question. So I'm just. I'm just saying what I know. Rayman. Let's move on. What next game? Uh, I'm pretty far into Ori and the Will of the Wisp on my Switch. Yeah. And I'm also playing Indivisible, which I... Whoa, whoa, okay. <laughs> We're probably going to have to talk about Indivisible for a moment. So, like... Okay. Well, okay. It's, it's so, like, 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 Ori and... Talk about Ori for a moment if you want to. If not, we can get into Indivisible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I loved Ori and the Blind Forest. Uh, everything about that game was just fantastic. I, I love the look of the game, the feel of the game. Everything was just awesome. There's, uh, you know, some kind of like boss fights. I mean, you're a real small character that doesn't really have much for weaponry or anything like that. But there's uh, scenes, at least in the first one, that has like big escape scenes. So like water rushing out of something, you have to escape. And it's super challenging platforming. This is the really, second one, right? You really have to know your your game in these games like right, uh, the second one but this is the second one right it is the second one so this one uh it has the same beautiful look the amazing music uh it has a little more of a story so the characters are a little more involved you know there's like stopping points where you talk to a lot of different is it characters and... more difficult i wouldn't say it's more difficult it's probably uh so far i think i've been having a slightly easier time uh i think Maybe that must the have been a complaint. The first one is, gets pretty hard. Yeah, it does. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like I'm nearing the end of Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and I, I don't think I've had as difficult of a time with this one. But again, like the first one is similar to the second one in the aspect that the checkpoints are very gratuitous. Right. So you make it to a spot where you can set your feet and that's pretty much a checkpoint gotcha but if you're in the air for you know 45 seconds at a time you know you have to redo that over and over until you get to the next point you visually know, it's a like lot graphically of, do you think it's better i i haven't played the second one i've only played the first one so i was just it like it is nothing you can judge on the switch <laughs> graphically uh it's on the switch i'm not playing uh, that's actually i'm that's probably going to be one of the first games i buy or not buy but download when i get my xbox series s because Just i want to see. see that on my screen in 4k gotcha because these these games like when i hear people talk about them on different podcasts and stuff like that it's like the visual fidelity is so cool like uh 
on the Switch, you're looking in the background, which are super cool, well animated, all that. But you know, on the Switch, they're super gritty and very highly pixelated. Sometimes there might be an animal in the background, but you really can't tell. I mean, the Switch is an awful platform, but... Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that on uh, Discord <laughs> earlier, where it, the Switch is like a five, at least five, six-year-old cell phone processor. It's like playing It's like playing thing. a game on an iPhone 4. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> it's it's expiring, you know? This thing's old, and it's it's not... It's not holding on, but and it's really impressive don't that this game shit, actually runs you know? on the Switch because it is still a very highly visual, beautiful game. Like, all the stuff in the foreground is wonderful, but once it gets into, like, really highly animated backgrounds, that's when it really has difficulties. And sometimes there's, like, little tiny loading skips and, like, weird graphical load-ins and stuff like that when but, you're switching from section to section. But pretty similar to the original game. If you're yeah. a fan of the first one. Yes, yes. If you played the first one, you have to play the second one. It's amazing. All right. It's just so good. Yeah, yeah. So let's, highly, highly recommend the series. Let's. I would like yeah, to we, really we dedi- I would really like to dedicate an episode to Invi- Indivisible, but I would I would like to talk about it right now because I think this game. So Quentin had recommend his like number one game of the year for last year was Indivisible, mm-hmm. and then I bought it, and I spent two hours playing it, and I was blown away. And I somehow got Jared to buy it. Jared, but Jared has really spent the time. I put, I've put two hours in. I feel like Jared has put like all the time. About in. about twenty. Yeah. Hours. Oh wow. Okay. Are you done with it yet? Or I, I just have to jump up to the last boss, and I have okay. like seven more of the red things to get before I get the platinum. In so the game. I think okay. the game is everything. What everything Quentin said. Like it's like the characters super empowering. The characters are super interesting. The game is super fun to play. The The battle mechanic is fucking like nothing like I've ever played before. And personally, I don't know. He's probably played games that are similar. Yeah, it's, but it's not original. But it's but not it's something. I, it's original. It's not something I've heard. Jared, having sunk almost 20 hours in the game, where what are you thinking about this game? I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I, I think I mentioned some of the concerns I have with some of the platforming stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like early on but as as most games where you unlock skills as you go it gets better as you go Mm -hmm. like now you can like do anything pretty much you can i have a dash in any direction which you can use a different dash to go another direction even farther and then one more dash to get even higher you know so i mean you you can go really far distances just with your skill set it kind of reminds me of Guacamelee in that aspect where but Guacamelee only gives you a handful of skills like three different skills to master and this one like triples that so you have to like the final climb you have to remember all of your skills and well, you it's have also to dependent them really well but then it also changes with what party you have like cuz like well, in, in, in a battles, combat, I'm just in a talking about outside in a, stuff. We're, we're, yeah, just in the, yeah, in the all platforming the outside way. stuff. But 
uh, in, I'm just talking about platforming on the outside of the world at this point. I mean, the battles, uh, if you really wanted, you could dodge and ignore most of the battles. But like most RPGs, that's not a good idea because you need to boost to your character's yeah, experience yeah. up and, you know, that kind of stuff. But one thing I really like about it is uh, at least the default setting is that the enemies don't really spawn very fast, if at all after you've defeated them. So once you've defeated them in the zone that you're currently in, they won't respawn. Uh, but you can change that setting to have them respawn more often or just never. I mean, so it has it has different settings for what you want. And I, I like that after I've kind of ran through a zone and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't need to go this way. And then I run back, I'm not bumping into all these enemies like some games do. So it has a lot of really good quick settings inside of just the base game. Like I haven't changed any of them myself, but like, I, I like how that runs because a lot of games will just a couple minutes later it responds and it's just BS and you get tired of it and you just end up dodging the enemy. You know, you what do you think like a, of the characters and the lore of the game? I like the characters and the lore. Uh like the main character, Ajna, is a super cool character. I, I like her because uh she she doesn't see her flaws or the problems she's causing in the world. She just has a goal and she set her eyes to it. She's going for I it. I like how the other characters see her kind of as a flaw you know? yeah or but they she make doesn't fun see of it. her but she doesn't see I, I, I find it very meta or funny and it's great i don't know but that that's where the game gets really interesting because her character has an understanding with all of that as you right, progress right, 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 right. and it's really well written i love the voice actor of ajna's accent and vo her voice everybody's voice in this game is so it's good amazing. everything is so well recorded like i don't know who the hell this team 100%. is and where they got these people but the audio is so good i love listening like most games i just kind of get tired of listening to the conversation so i'll just read it and skip through the dialogue but this one i'll i'll just sit there and listen to the conversations because i i really enjoy listening to them talk back and forth and I, I really impressed with the level of the uh, recording from that studio. I just feel like this is a game that we need to champion more because I've never heard about it. Not until really Quentin said brought it to our attention. But I feel like it's yeah. a game that I've never heard anyone talk about. There, there are, I mean, there are plenty of flaws. Like, I mean, it, oh, sure. it's an incomplete game. It is. Oh, totally. 100% incomplete. There, there's a lot of stuff they planned on doing, but they had to cancel it. Like, I, I've been finding, like, super challenging, like, platforming areas, and then I go through them, I'm like, oh, man, I made it through. And it's an empty room. <laughs> it's a fucking empty room. Uh, that happens on a couple occasions. There is one secret side quest, and some of those empty rooms are for character side quests. Yeah, you you actually, I've I've learned that within the last few hours is you actually <laughs> need to go into your character's mind where all your characters are being you know carried around. Yes, Dave, that sounds weird, but all the characters you meet, they're not following you around. She actually like with her itty whatever that she sucks she's them kind of, they store in her mind. She sucks them but into you her go head. into your head into that world and you talk to the characters and at certain points you actually get side quests from these characters like they want to go and find their brother or save this person or get the skull so you can leave this area with its dude's brother and that kind of stuff. So I mean there's side quests that you need to accomplish. Every and, character uh, has one, which yeah, there's like 20 characters. But I was gonna say, it sounds better to go in and 
to an empty room than some of those stupid stories in Last of Us 2 and Far Cry 6. <laughs> All I'm saying yeah. is, overall, as a game that I didn't think I would like, and I just, like, fuck it. I, like, I, I went into PSN store. It was on sale for $9.99. I said, fuck it, I'll buy it. And the first time I played it, I played it for two hours straight, and then I'm going to play I'm going to keep playing it, so yeah. I... But I wanted to. I want to see your I, opinions. I wanted it's to. Really I wanted to. I wanted to. It's going to be a streaming game for me. I wanted to put it on and I'll stream it. But uh, it was just like, wow, this is way more interesting than I. I mean, not that Quentin has shit game opinions, <laughs> but I'm just like, when when I said like, what's the battle system like, and he's like, is it turn based? He's like, no, it's action based. And it's like, is it action based, really? No. But it's not really action. It's a, it's a, it's a weird kind of, but it's the most interesting kind of action based. It's like this weird. I don't know how to explain it. I've never played any game like it, but I just, it's different and more engaging than a action like a turn based game. It makes you. you you can make it more complex for your likes or yeah. as dumbed down as you want. Like right now, right. I have it as dumbed down as possible where I can just kind of mash the buttons and it's make just, it happen. It's just more interesting to me. And then yeah. it's interesting that like like the boss, you f- if you fight it, if you combo characters, you can like combo characters, you can keep fighting the boss as long as you know the cooldowns of your characters in degree. In a way, you can keep just kind of. It's a, it's interesting to me, and I find that interesting. And I am, and I was just, and then the whole platforming, and then running around, and the characters, and the. I mean, it's all hand illustrated. It's just a really cool game that I was just like, all right, this game deserves more praise, <laughs> and it never got any praise. I never heard this game coming out. I mean. I I remember Skullgirls coming out, but Indivisible. Mm. I don't remember Indivisible dropping. Oh, I mean, it got a Kickstarter that raised over. I think it was seven hundred thousand in terms of like, you know, funding. But like, it's a game that I personally, since I have played it, haven't heard someone talk about before and since. And the people that I heard talk about it before was the one person who mentioned it to me. It's a yeah, game. It's a game that deserves to be talked about a bit more because it's just kind of unique, and positive, and interesting, and fun. And uh, if you like those type of games, you really should be playing it, in my opinion. The the only reason I haven't picked it up on the Switch because it goes on sale for like seven or eight bucks pretty often but is because whenever I look at the pictures on the Switch, I never watched a trailer or anything like that. It looks like a turn-based RPG, and that's not really what I'm into right now. But it's and not. It's definitely not a turn-based yeah, RPG. Definitely it's not. not at all. No, it's, it's, like, it's like Valkyrie Profile meets a fighting game. That's the easiest way I could put it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, because it does in the battles, it has you like juggle the enemies where you have to knock them in the air and do damage up in the air, that Uh, kind of stuff. Makes you do combos, like do up and down to break the shields, and then it's it's, it's way different. It's way different. Yeah, I've never played, I I haven't played Valkyrie profiles or any of, I don't know what that's like, but like as a turn based, it's definitely not a turn based game. I, I feel that it's more manageable than a Valkyrie profile because it's only like 20 hours. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I, again, I almost have the platinum. I have like seven more of the upgrade materials to buy, cycles, get. Yeah. Yeah, have you done and... all the side quests? Uh, no, I don't think so. You don't have to to get the platinums. I haven't done a bunch of that stuff. You get you get a trophy for doing one of them. Oh, uh, most I'm, of the side quests unlock a new mechanic for yeah. that character. But I'm I'm literally one jump away from the last boss. Okay. Oh, so you're at the one last final dash. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I just got uh, my final final skill, and I just have to jump and well, go we'll to the boss. Let's let's save most. We should all the three of us should do a indivisible episode. Uh, before we get out of here, though, I mean, we've been on, we've been recording for a while. Uh, Dave, let's break it down. Couch Co. Optionals. Dave, you have anything you want to recommend to the good of the order that is not video game related? I am uh, so far behind you guys that I just started watching The Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm yeah, enjoying I, it. I like that show a lot, yeah. Um, but First season sucks. Second season's awesome. In a little uh, more modern, uh, there's a little series on Netflix called Stay Close, which um, is, is, is interesting. It takes a while to get going. It's only, I think it's only eight episodes, but it's kind of a murder mystery who done it. And it like, it starts off and you just think it's kind of police procedural. And then it just kind of all goes crazy. And I can't really say anything else without spoiling it all, but it doesn't go where you think it's going to go. You're like, you, you think it's just like someone goes missing the police get involved. They track down who, who went, you know, who was in, who was responsible for them going missing. Case closed. Gotcha. Gotcha. It doesn't go that way. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Interesting. What's it called again? Uh, stay close. Stay, stay close. close. Netflix. Yep. And it's uh, the big, the big, this uh, big statue. It's like a, a yeah, lady's a head. Cock. It's a giant cock. It's a lady's head and it's white and it's called a dream statue. It's it's near where I grew up, so cool. Um but it's all filmed around where I grew up, so that's cool. Quint it's a cool uh, series. Quentin. What is your couch co optional for the week? Alright. So you want to talk about being behind? Let's talk about a sci fi show from nineteen ninety three called <laughs> Mobile Suit Victory Gundam. I can't believe I wrote this because a 13-year-old was the protagonist. 13-year-old? So Ewan is so cool. Aren't you 13 years old? No, I'm not. I, <laughs> you look 13. No, I do. Uh, but it's probably one of look at the those most thir- Look at those 13-year-old arms. <laughs> it's, it's Tomino at his most ruthless. What? I don't know. Tomino is the writer for the original Gundam series, okay. and he's written a lot of them. And uh, it's always about war, and war is never, never, never a kind thing. Right. And yep. this is probably Gundam at its most brutal. Where do we find this? Where do we find this? Literally nowhere. You're going to have to torrent it. Oh, oh, Jesus. Or buy Blu-rays. All right. Torrent or <laughs> Victory Blu-rays. Gundam. Victory Vol- Gundam. What is Victory it? Victory Gundam. It's very, it's interesting. It's how long is it? 51 episodes. 51 episodes. Those are what, 20 minutes a piece? When you 
when you're you killing me you're killing me small sci-fi no. I was I was thinking I'm wait just do you have all the episodes right downloaded now. yeah no you should just upload into a drive and like <laughs> share them with us. what what and get in trouble with the government no just like put them on a drive and I'll Oh yeah, and then, then I'll watch, watch all hundred. I'll watch them, see if they're oh, any yeah. good. <laughs> the, the judge, Victory Gundam, that's Quentin's couch co-optional. Hey, keeping in theme with the Gundam, that's a good job. Good job, Quentin. Way to go. Good. Way to be a bro. <laughs> Jared, yeah, Jared, what's your couch co-optional? I just watched uh, on Disney Plus Encanto, and I, I really liked it. I oh, man. I, I love Disney out. movies. Selling out. Oh, just, no, <laughs> whatever. No, but... Uh, yeah, my daughter really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I liked it quite a bit. So, yeah, I think that's uh, enough, enough said. It's a Disney movie. Uh, you Disney. either like Disney movies or you don't. Disney it Plus. It's on Disney not, Plus. It there, is there's musical. some songs, but it's not. they don't force it on you, really. There's a lot of music. Dude, uh, some of the music is like super popular right now yeah is there's it? definitely music yeah. i wouldn't know i'm i go i go on youtube for two things right now and that's gun <laughs> music there's two things like i go on i go on for gun and i go on for damn <laughs> all right yeah encanto no it's it's popular there's a lot of music for encanto that's also that I, I just want to say one thing that 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 film is interesting for one thing it doesn't have like a traditional villain it's more about family dynamics. Anyway. Yeah, the family dynamics are the villain. So yeah, yeah it's interesting. Yeah, it's less. Yeah. It's an interesting film. Anyway, like, I haven't seen it yet, but that's the feelings for one another is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting. Yeah, I'm glad it doesn't have a villain. All right, my number one. You can find it on Apple Plus or in theaters. It is the tragedy of Macbeth. I watched the new Macbeth film oh, from Joel my wife Cohen. Wants to see that, yes. It's on Apple Plus right now, or in the theaters. Oh, oh is it on Apple okay. Plus? Finally, yeah, it's on. No, it's yeah, it's been Apple Plus since uh, January uh, the twentieth. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, it was supposed to launch on Apple Plus earlier, but they pushed that date because of the theater. But, yeah, uh, my my wife was trying to it released in theaters on the Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed and to be released. And she was sooner. looking to. It to was go a, watch it. It was supposed to be released earlier, but they pushed it. There was no people... theaters available though until like yeah. No, it's I on, it's, it's on Apple Plus right now. Uh, it's oh, been on Apple Plus. Uh, anyway, it's uh, it is striking. It is visually one of the yeah. most uh, <laughs> crazy films. Um, th- my problem with my problem with it is that Macbeth is the one Shakespeare play that I know the best and I've seen the most I've seen it. I've actually seen it. I saw a production of it at Clackamas Community College. I've, I read it in high school. I've seen multiple films of it. So like the story itself strike, it just, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, I know what's going on. (laughs) I know it's, but the film keeps you engaged because the film is incredibly striking and they do incredibly inventive things. And it almost feels like it feels like a, uh, like a stage play the way, because it's so such of a stark production, 
that uh, it's just Quentin. You probably really appreciate it as a theater person. The witches, the witches of this film. This is probably the best uh, version of the witches that has ever happened, in my opinion. Because, uh, I mean, the last Macbeth I saw was the Kurtz one in, like, 2018. It was a film. <clears throat> no, I just really... The, the the witches are crazy the way they're done in this film. Denzel Washington is great. I don't think his... <clears throat> a lot of people are giving him, like, la-la-la, awesome. He's good. I don't think he's, like, the best Macbeth I've ever seen. I think I've seen probably a better Macbeth. But it's cool that he's doing it, and I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's a good, it, it's a top-level performance, but not necessarily yeah. the best. Yeah. It's it's more the cinematography and the set design. Like, like I think is if you're a theater person, you really appreciate, like, how the set, like, the way the set is mm-hmm. made and how it's shot. It's super cool. It's, that's... That is what this film is about. It's and it's super short. It's like only a hundred and forty minutes. Like it's like an hour and forty minutes. It's oh, wow. like it's like like uh the pay- it's super short. Like it's like I really the production of it's impressive. The acting is great for the most part. I think like I think all the acting is great. I think the little character, like the witches, the person, the one person that plays the witch. Even though there's three witches, I don't want to spoil it too much. But she is the best. And then Ross. So I don't know how familiar you are with Macbeth. But Ross's character is expanded into a villainous character. He is fucking awesome. Then Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand, they're great. But I don't think they're the best Macbeth and Lady Macbeth ever. I think they they service the film really well, but I don't. But uh, I enjoyed it. I think it's awesome. Visually, it's one of the best films I've ever seen. Like it's. I kind of I kind of get what you're saying. It's like it's Macbeth. You know the story. You know the lines. It's all about like how they're delivered and. And they don't the, deliver it. The, it's the, the delivery is weird. And they like you know it's, but, it's all about. Like, that being said, the atmosphere. That being said, Denzel Washington does this scene at the end when he's fighting. He does this sword fight. It is f- fucking like awesome. So Ooh. there's some shit that's awesome. There's some shit that's awesome. Anyway, watch it. Don't watch it. I don't know. I don't know what I'll your shakes. I don't know what your Shakespeare level I'll is. I'll be watching that tomorrow night. I don't maybe. know what your Shakespeare <laughs> is, but there's some cool shit. I don't know, Jared, if you give a shit. Quentin, I know you're a theater kid. You might dig it. It sounds interesting. I, think I, you, I feel like I dig it. I think you'd probably dig just the production level of it, even if you don't. I think it's pretty dope. Anyway, check it out. So I, I just want to remind people that uh, recently got a PlayStation 5. It may not be noticed, but uh, if you go and get the Apple Plus app in the media section, you'll get six months free of Apple Plus from PlayStation. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, if you that... haven't done it yet, you can get that, Dave. Oh no! When we signed up for it, we we changed mobile phone carriers recently. <clears throat> Apple's really pushing that. I mean, they're really. Oh, you get giving... a new one. You get in a full year. Yeah, they I mean, they're giving oh, it, giving it away like candy right now. That's cool. I it's... upgraded my OS and I got a free six months Apple Music 
Like it was, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, they're really. I I don't know if they're feeling the pain from someone or whether they're just trying to push it, but they're really giving away a lot of free uh, free months of Apple, and I've seen it. I've seen it on multiple like services that I'm subscribed to. All right, we're an hour and a half in recording Deepwise, so let's get out of here. Uh, oh, yeah. I want to thank you all for listening and remind you to, you can leave feedback. Hey, did you guys know you could leave feedback at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Couch Co-op Shows, all one word, no hyphen? You just like tell us that we suck. No, you don't want to tell us that we or suck. Or that we blow. Uh, tell tell us how wrong we are about everything. Or it feels just, good. Just yeah. remember to please subscribe, share, and maybe leave us. A review on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, uh, no, uh, Amazon Music, Google Music Play, Google Play, whatever you that. Can even leave reviews on Spotify, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Pod, Podcast Addict. We're definitely on there. Boys, you, you could just go to Anchor.fm/slash The Couch Co-op Show, and you could leave us a fucking voicemail, and you could just yell at us. You could just be like, "You guys are fucking wrong." No, you guys are all right, but that fucking Dave guy about Last <laughs> of Us 2, he is fucking wrong. We we need a drunken uh, recording from Tony Death on there. Yeah, because I, I know yeah. I'm right, so it's all right. Yeah, Tony <laughs> Death. Tony Death. Tony Death don't fucking listen to us. He says he listens to us, but Tony Death don't fucking listen to us. If Tony Death listened to us, he would go to Anchor. He wouldn't play Destiny. He would go to Anchor.fm. He would go to Anchor.fm slash The Couch Club Show. He would, and when you go to that website, there's a button that says Message. You press that button, and you could just leave a voice message, and you could say. Ian, I wanna suck your dick. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, should I wanna, we blow this popsicle stand before yes, you have I want to thank. I want to thank you all for listening, <laughs> and I want to thank you for joining me here on the couch. Also, I want to thank these guys for joining me here on the couch: Dave, Quentin, and Jared. Yeah, buddy. Mm. Thank you for joining me on the couch. Anytime. For Couch Co-op, I'm Ian. And I want to remind you to please be excellent, be excellent. to each other. To each other. Wild Stallions. Let me play the opening, and then we'll be out of here. <laughs> now I can't wait to see that Macbeth. That'd be... Couch Co-op. Ellen wanted to see it on Christmas Day, but... There were... There were no uh, cinemas on this coast showing it for like oh. two two weeks, even though it was meant to be in theaters. Hmm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a hard one. <laughs> I thought that was what the mute button was for. Yeah. <sighs> Ian needs an on-air sign above him. Yeah, he should just get like a little <laughs> more.